Oh my god, he could be in my anything. <laughs> he could he could be in my treasure chest. My ch- in the billiard room. Why don't you swimming follow up the trail? <laughs> He could be in my central zone. He could be in every which place. Park bitch. anywhere you like. Honestly, up the fucking curb. <laughs> double yellow. Oh, double yellow. Piss queen. I'd let Jamie Dornan piss all over me. Oh, God. well, what? yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I'm not into piss, but probably I would. Come on, Jamie. You're listening to Cocktails and Confessions. <laughs> so what's uh, what's been going on? Well, hang on. So any, anything you want to get off your chest? Anything I want to get off my chest? I don't know what's been happening this week. Nothing. Not not a fucking thing is new in my life, really. You got, you got stuck in your crawl. My crawl. <laughs> no. 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 I had my first phone date this week. Did you? Yeah, my first FaceTime date. Oh, oh. Yeah. Like a Zoom, just, yeah, like a Zoom date as well, I guess. Yeah, but just like on the phone. On the phone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've got the concept now. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny because I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, as if we're coming, like starting to come out of lockdown and I'm not even saying, oh, I gave my first blowjob. I'm like, I had my first phone date. I had my first phone which one? I'm get, going backwards. Get, yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's been like, come over to my house on my lunch break. Fuck me rigid. And now you're like, <laughs> as we, as things are opening up, just getting like more shark coy. I've actually only had sex once. Oh. Bl- a lot of blossers though. Well, tw- twice with that the one person, but yeah. Have you yeah. fucked your contractor yet? No. No, no, not happened. No, but my brother I'm came like, over. His man here. bun tickle your gooch. <laughs> That's, babe, I told you about my stomach. Oh. Don't, don't do this. Feeling a bit, though. feeling a bit delicate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the glasses of wine I had for lunch. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's nothing's happened with the contract yet. I don't know if it, okay, if it will. But this phone date, I found it interesting mm-hmm. because the idea is just gross. Like sitting there and talking to somebody on Facetime who you've never met before is so fucking awkward. And we were kind of speaking on Hinge a bit first and he had said like, oh, so why have your past dates not worked out? Right. What's that face? What, that's, that's quite a risky question to ask someone. No, not really. I don't think. Well, what if you turn around and said, because I'm a massive bitch or something like that? Then he'd be like, okay, great. Good to know. See you later. Yeah. Well, it depends on what kind of bitch you might you have just, been like. Bend over, then. You just got to get those red flags <laughs> out of the way. As got to be as honest possible. about all your flaws. Yeah, yeah. Because listen, just we we haven't got time to waste. None of us are getting any younger. <laughs> You're talking like you're fucking fifty-five. I'm thirty-one in in gay years. That's basically sixty-seven. <laughs> That's when life begins for a gay. I feel like I feel like men are m- like much hotter at that age. Yeah. That's why I always find it weird, those guys on Grindr that are always like, no one over 30. It's like, fucking hell, you're missing out on all the best men. Yeah, but also the the emotional maturity. Yeah. Mm, I need that in my life. And like, the, well, they have money. Yeah, yeah. Not to sound like a fucking gold digger, but I don't want to be going to like... I'm all weatherspoons. Um, yeah, and taking some toddler out on a date. I remember like, some of my friends hang out with much younger people and they're always like, do you want to come over and have like, potato waffles and ketchup for dinner? It's like... No, really do not want that. (laughs) Or like, you know, when you go into a supermarket, it's like, oh, should we get some drinks? And they're like, okay, I'm going to buy this like carton of cooking wine. No, I've seen this has happened. This is based on a real, this is based on a true story. It is a true story. This is what happens. Well, I just think all the men that used to fuck me when I was like 18, like, how the fuck did they put up with that? This is actually going to run into the theme of the episode. So, oh, I see. I, you're going to have literally like a complete surprise today because <laughs> I totally forgot to send you the structure. <laughs> you're like, yeah. have you got anything to say? I was like, no, because I don't know what the fuck I'm <laughs> We're saying. We're talking about, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned the age thing because I'm actually writing about that in my next column for Attitude. Okay. Even just, I think, I think when you're growing up, you're, you're constantly uh, generally looking at older guys because mm. like you say, that is more so in a general sense, when we're at our peak. But then at a certain time, the scales start tipping <laughs> where you're like, oh, the sun looks hot and so does the dad. 
Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, you, the, I, I think I'm at that age now where I still fancy the older men that I fancied when I was younger. Yeah. But I also fancy guys who are younger than me. But it, like I said, like, I can fancy the younger ones all I like, but I really wouldn't be dating any of them. No. But that's what I mean. When I was 25, I wasn't looking at anybody who was 24. Or even when I was 28, I wasn't looking at anybody who was 26. No, I'd be looking like it would have been my age. My age and older. In fact, I did date, well, when I was like 23, I did date a 20-year-old. And he was, a, it was a nightmare. Yeah. It was just like, even those th- that three-year difference, like it was, it was like dating someone much, much younger. Yeah, I know what you mean. And, but it is though, because you grow up so quickly yeah. in that short space of time. You do a lot of learning in those years. Mm. Um, and also like, I f- do you not feel like it, throws off the dynamic and I'm like wait hold on what am I the daddy I don't think so bitch <laughs> I don't think so do you have a problem with being the one the the more powerful one in the in the pairing or <laughs> actually no you don't because I know you were you did that I'm fucking, always you, you gonna be that the more powerful one no matter how old they are findom findominatrix <laughs> <Fin-dom-> <laughs> <laughs> any findoms reach out I drain your accounts dry um, but what do you mean? Do, do, uh, I guess it's about adjusting to a new role. The thing is, I just like. I obviously I don't have an issue with being like the more <laughs> powerful one, as you say. Yeah. But I think it's just I like the idea of. And some, by powerful, I mean like money and sort of like you know where you are in your life, not like. Sure. Well, I would like them to kind of be on par with me. Yeah. But also, I don't want to be... I want somebody who can teach me things as well. I ain't learning shit from somebody who's 25. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We've just lost all of our Gen Z listeners. <laughs> no, they're probably like, you're a fucking queen. I don't want to date you anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to fucking talk about Fergie and... <laughs> TMZ. <laughs> just FYI, that's not what I talk about, guys. <laughs> I was like... As I started to say that, I was like, fuck, find something, find something. Yeah. No, but honestly, I think... I, I think I need support. <laughs> that sounds a little bit unhinged. Or like you need a bra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, a support system. No, I just... And it's not a case of financial support, but it's more like... Stability? I, just, yeah. But also like somebody who's going to like listen to you, give you advice in the same way that you can give it to them. Yeah. I mean, I'm great at giving advice <laughs> if you've ever listened to Fagony Yarn. <laughs> But you understand what I'm saying. And all, yeah. And I think a lot of that comes with emotional maturity. Yeah. Which is I think that younger guys just don't have a lot of the time. You, can, you do get like a, a few exceptions of people one, yeah. that are like a for lot sure. wiser yeah. than their years or have like different lived experiences. But I think for the most part, especially with someone your age or older, they're more likely to have to be able to relate to your experiences and offer appropriate advice. Yeah. Because I think even if you're a younger person dating someone older, and you're trying to connect to their life experience, but you don't have a wealth of life experience yourself. Yeah, for sure. You're going to be offering advice that really just, it, it's probably like, oh, well, really, I just think you just need to have a like, positive mental attitude. And it's like, great. Yeah, thanks. thanks. That's, um, I'll sort out my accounts based on that. Thank you. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> like, Whoopi, uh, Whoopi Goldberg on The View. <laughs> I love that clip. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, what we're saying about, the younger people being more mature, it works the other way too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're going to get fucking 45-year-olds who are still going under. Yeah. And that that is common, especially in sort of the, like, London nightlife scene. You yeah. get a lot of, like... I think it's like a Peter Pan kind of syndrome, you know. Yeah. But game, like, cause we, so savage. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> just never want to grow up. Well, it's true. Like, there is an element of that, or it's, it's like you feel entitled to, a, like, a longer period of teenage years because i guess a lot of us don't get that teenage experience that the straights do mm. so then when we get out of the house and into the clubs and into the gay community it's like finally i'm gonna be the queen of the scene you know i'm gonna be the popular girl in high school yeah and you you just end up like sometimes a bit stuck in that cycle because you don't know how to grow out of it i want to break free <laughs> and also gay clubbing is more fun than straight clubbing straight clubbing oh, is yeah. so fucking boring how many straight people do you know that stay awake for four days oh yeah yeah Je- i'm sure they're absolutely fumingly jealous of that not that i'm encouraging that now i definitely don't think that's my idea of fun anymore no. but anyway back to the phone call because <laughs> this was not on the structure okay <laughs> so i had the phone day and it was it was good because 
like I said, it was a chance for, like, I didn't have to get ready. Like, obviously, I made sure I looked okay, but yeah. I didn't have to. Douche. <laughs> I'm going to douche before going on a fucking walk with somebody. I would. <laughs> your, your hoe is so optimistic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got to have hope. Hope in your hoe. It was good because I didn't have to, like, get dressed up. And I didn't spend two hours, like, walking around Hampstead Heath being bored to death. Mm. Um, it was good because within about 20 minutes, I was like, okay, we're done. Let's get off the phone. We're, it's <laughs> over. That. This is sort of like a recurrent theme for you because I get this like, I'm a very busy woman and I haven't got all day kind of thing off of you where you're like, everybody says that. Come over during my lunch break, suck me off, leave. <laughs> and now it's like, we've got 20 minutes on the clock for this for this FaceTime date. Tell me, tell me all your red flags. Tell me how much you make. <laughs> and then fuck off. And I'll decide. I'll get back to you within two to three weeks. Oh my God, this is so funny. I, it cracks me up because my sister said it to me once. And I can't remember what it was, but I must have said to her something like, oh, do you think I'm like intimidating or do you think I'm cold? And she said, no, but you're just very much like... If you're not helping me, get out of my way. I've got Driven. things to do. I've Driven. got places to be. Yeah, But I am always working. Like, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm a workaholic. Mm. But I do have time for love, guys. <laughs> but you're, you are a businesswoman. I am a businesswoman, yeah. So that's, uh, that takes up a lot of your time. So your time is precious. My time is precious. And so we get partway through this call. And when we had been speaking on Hinge before, he had said, you know, oh, what, why had your dates not worked out? And I just said, like, look, I, I don't think I'm picky, but I've just not really seen anybody qualified for that role in the company. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I haven't I haven't really met anybody who I would see longevity with. Yeah. And if I don't see longevity, then I just think I'm not going to waste your time yeah. on, my, on my time. Yeah. So then I said, so why would you say your dates haven't worked out? Right. Oh, the other thing I said was it was sexual chemistry there's a there's a lot a common thing is there can be a lack of sexual yeah. chemistry even if the the mental even if you get along yeah yeah but you have to have that spark. fanny flower yeah yeah exactly basically <laughs> he had said that he meets up and goes out on dates with these guys and then after like two or three dates finds out that they have the same sexual preference so I was thinking, okay, well, you're... Oh, like position-wise? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> men? <laughs> <laughs> Sexual preference. So at this point, I'm thinking, okay, well, you're obviously a bottom. Yeah. But I had said to him, well, if it's such a big deal to you, then why don't you just put it on your profile? Yeah. Because a lot... I, I wouldn't put it on my profile because, I don't know, something like that is a bit more malleable. Whereas yeah. things like, you know... Are oh, you an absolute fucking psycho? <laughs> you got to just find that out from the. From put the that on the pro. You put that on the profile. Yes. <laughs> Mine says businesswoman. Apply within. <laughs> <laughs> and he must have said, "Oh, wait, I don't feel right about putting it on my profile because I don't want men to see me just as that." And I was, I was like, "Just a hoe. Just a just a hoe." <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, if if it's that important to you, where you're gonna then be like. Because he was proper adamant. He was saying to me, I will not top. I will not do it. I don't enjoy it. And I'm not good at it. Right. Well, then. So why just put it on your profile? Put then? it on your profile. Stop wasting, not everyone's time, but you're just, you're just wasting your own time. Because now you're going, like you said, he said himself, he goes on all these dates, goes on two or three dates, and then, then they get to the subject of sexual positions. I mean, you would surely know before the fucking third date. I'd, I'd know on the first date. Mm. If I hadn't asked, I'd be That's rubbing up against him like him. a fucking cat. Yeah. <laughs> but you get the vibe, you know, as well. You kind of know. If you kiss, I think as once the, you kiss, you know who's the top or who's the bottom or who's, you know, or, you know, that it's it can go either way. Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about that. But yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And he was just so adamant and set in his ways. And it gave me like a little throwback to one of the first conversations we'd had on the app which was that basically the only food he eats is Greek and Mediterranean. And he was saying that, oh, I've tried all of these other cu cuisines, but I hate them all. <sighs> and I thought, oh, my God, you're just the Greek version of, like, the just, white person who eats ham and cheese sandwiches every yeah, day. He's just a fucking fussy eater. People like that really wind me up. Have a bit of fucking fun. Yeah. 
Like it's yeah, it's like those. Well, you see those programs like Picky Eaters, and there's a woman who's like, I only ate chicken nuggets. I won't eat anything else. And she's got like jaundice and scurvy. <laughs> like it's not good for you. You've got to try other things. You know, seriously, like and it's. I mean, know. fair play to him. He said that he had tried them, but I just thought if you tried them and you don't like any other cuisine, that's a lazy palate. Is what that is. A lazy bottom palate. Yeah. Even your palate's a mattress bitch. <laughs> I just, I mean, it's fine though. If he knows he's a bottom and he doesn't like doing other things, that is fine. There's no shame in knowing your sexual position, knowing your sexual tastes. But then if he's complaining about, oh, I meet these people and then blah, 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 and we both turn out to be bottom, says, sort yourself out, like cut some aggro out of your life and just put it on your fucking profile. And it's the bottom phobia that jumped out for me. The internalised bottom phobia. Yeah. Because you would just have it on your profile if it was that big of a deal to you. Yeah. And enough people do. Maybe, uh, does he feel like it, well, he says, I don't want people to just see me as that. Is it? Is he worried that it's going to make him seem overtly sexual? Or is it that he doesn't want people to look at him through the lens of that's a bottom? Maybe, but the only people who are looking at you through that that's a bottom lens are other bottoms. Yeah. So and then, then yeah, so it will cut the shit out for you. So why do you care? Yeah, because a top will see bottom and be like, "Great, sit on my dick." <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Touch your isn't that what you want, woman? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> so I just thought too close-minded. Yeah, crap job. <sighs> <laughs> and she only eats meze. <laughs> oh well. Anyway. Not to say I love a meze, but fuck me, I wouldn't eat it every day for the rest of my life. Oh, I love Greek food. I love, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Give me a shish kebab any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Yeah. So in this segment, we're going to be reading some of the best, worst sex scenes in books. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and we're going to do the confessionals after this. Cool. I haven't read these, so I feel like for once, something's actually going to be a surprise to me. Do you know what? I think one of my best friend's mothers does readings of these terrible sex books. Oh, really? At her local bookshop in Somerset. Like, there's a group of women that get together and, like, they all obviously get a bit merry. And then, like, they each get up and read, like, a filthy Jackie Collins novel or something like that. Sexual scene from those together. Yeah, and then they're all like, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. I was say, then Sharon goes over and flicks her bed. Thumbs are, <laughs> thumbs are clear. <laughs> um, okay, but so these these have won awards for being terrible sex scenes, right? I mean, that, there wasn't like an actual award, <laughs> like the Razzies, <laughs> yeah. the QX awards. <laughs> no, it's just an article. We go through some of the best and worst literary. Si- Sex scenes ever written. Oh, it says the best. Oh, the best of the worst. Okay, perfect. Best of the worst. That's okay. what I want. So, thank you to the independent who have <laughs> mocked this up for us. <laughs> this is called The Office of Gardens and Ponds by Didier Decoin. Katsuro moaned as a bulge formed beneath the material of his kimono. <laughs> a bulge that Miyuki sized, needed, massaged. Squashed and crushed. Oh. <laughs> That's actually making me want to like hold my balls. <laughs> Bitch, Miyuki was making bread. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With the fondling, Katsuro's penis and testicles became one single mould. Mound. <laughs> Sorry, the Prosecco. It sounds like fucking Great British Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? Where's the soggy bottom? Oh, he's on the FaceTime. <laughs> She's down the real Greek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Katsuro's penis and testicles became one single mound that rolled around beneath the grip of her hand. Miyuki felt as though she was manipulating a small monkey. <laughs> Is this supposed to be... Are this supposed to be titillating? This is horrid. Manipulating a small monkey. Manipulating. Manipulating a small monkey that was curling up his paws. Oh. What? That is disgusting. Isn't it disgusting? I was, I was just trying hard not to 
to laugh when I was saying it because obviously I'm reading it. It's been ages since I've read a good book. <laughs> <laughs> this one is called Pax by John Harvey. What, the wig shop? <laughs> <laughs> And I tugged on that wave. She rammed a bundle of Indian Remy hair <laughs> deep into his chasm. <laughs> slathered it with a hair mask with a QUE. <laughs> yeah, well, this is actually Pax PAX. Okay. She was burning hot and the heat was in him. He looked down on her perfect black slenderness. Her eyes were ravenous. Like his own, they were fine and fire and desire more than torrid more than tropical they too were riding the equator they embraced <laughs> as if with violent holding they could weld the two of them to one I feel like you're reading that stuff you know when you used to open a publisher doc or something like that and it just used to say that Lauren Ipsum Lauren Ipsum like, like over and over again like the gobbledygook <laughs> riding the equator torrid and tip <laughs> fire and ice yeah, it was like, you know, when you rather Anne Summers dice. <laughs> yeah, like, like Dirty Mad Libs. Yeah. Lick, earlobe, <laughs> nibble, toe. <laughs> Katerina by James Frey. I'm hard and deep inside her, fucking her on the bathroom sink, her tight little black dress still on her thong on the floor, my pants at my knees, our eyes locked. First comma. <laughs> Hearts and souls and bodies locked. Come inside me. <laughs> there was literally one, one bit of punctuation in there. Like that whole thing was a run-on sentence. I don't think it's done. Oh my God. Oh, there was. <laughs> Come inside me. Come inside me. Come inside me. Blinding, breathless, shaking, overwhelming, exploding, white. God, I come inside her, my cock throbbing. We're both moaning, eyes, hearts, souls, bodies. One. One. White. God. Come. 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 I close my eyes, let out my breath. Come. Oh my God. I lean against her, both breathing hard. I'm still inside her, smiling. She takes my hands, lifts them and places them around her body. She puts her arms around me. We stay still and breathe. Hard inside her, tight and warm and wet around me, we breathe. She gently pushes me away. We look into each other's eyes. She smiles. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Firstly, were you getting into that little bit? Because you were trembling. I was got a method. Oh. So I was just giving it the bifters. You were doing very good. You were, you were like those people that do the dramatic readings. <laughs> But that guy literally sounds like he's just like picked out of a sauce and he's like wet, warm, drippy, cum. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what that that looks like? The messages that I would send to men when I was high on methadone. <laughs> you know when you start being like, "What you're gonna do to me?" Come, <laughs> come, and, and then you and then you know when the messages suddenly go quiet because one of you is obviously calm. Yeah, and you're just too brain dead to even give the any vernacular needed to enhance the dirty talk it's just or you've passed out and that you open it again and there's a lot of question marks like hello <laughs> <laughs> they literally still sitting there with their dick in their hand it's like red two hours ago <laughs> <laughs> then you go back sorry went to the loo or something <laughs> <laughs> okay the next one is called the destroyers Oh, by Christopher Bolland. By Sophie and Rebecca Moore. Oh, Whatever they write could probably be better than this. Actually, it sounds like it might be written by them. She covers her breasts with her swimsuit. The rest of her remains so delectably exposed. The skin along her arms and shoulders are different shades of tan, like water stains in a bathtub. <laughs> Wait, you sound like Stewie from Family Guy. <laughs> her face and vagina are competing for my attention. So I glance down at the billiard rack of my penis and testicles. <laughs> what, the billiard rack? Billiard rack. <laughs> and that's the end. That's the end. Oh, my God. <laughs> what does a billiard rack look like? Is it, what, isn't it when you rack up the balls in that triangular thing? I mean, these are, these are bad sex scenes, so I mean, that metaphor probably doesn't make sense. I mean, no wonder why somebody was <laughs> murdered in the billiard room. <laughs> Miss Scarlet with a candlestick. Yeah. Billiard ball. Yeah. <laughs> Huge giant penis. Well, that was raunchy. 
Yeah. Are you going to do another one? Yes, let's do some more. I was enjoying myself. <laughs> this one is called Men Like Air by Tom Connolly. The walkway to the terminal was all carpet, no oxygen. Dilly bundled Finn into the first restroom on offer, locked the cubicle door and pulled at his leather belt. You're beautiful, she told him, <laughs> going down to her haunches and unzipping him. He watched her passport rise gradually out of the back pocket of her jeans <laughs> in time with the rhythmic bobbing of her buttocks as she sucked him. He arched over her back and took hold of the passport before it landed on the pimpled floor. Pimpled! <laughs> Despite the immediate circumstances, human nature obliged him to take a look at her passport photo. What the fuck? <laughs> Raunchy. Yeah. I, well, thank. I mean, she should be grateful. It's just such an odd scene, isn't it? Yeah. Why? Why would you feel the need to describe that in a book that he was like, "Oh yes, suck it." Oh fucking hell, you look good in this picture. <laughs> oh, you used to have a fringe. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. nice. Would you ever cut it in again? Oh, look at that. The floor's got acne. <laughs> you need to oxy that floor. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do one more. This will be the last round. Okay. This one is called The Day Before Happiness by Eri Galuka. She pushed on my hips, an order that thrust me in. I entered her, not only my prick, but the whole of me entered her, into her guts, oh. into her darkness, eyes wide open, seeing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so savage, a way to describe somebody's hull. Her darkness, her guts. <laughs> and it's like, not just my prick, my ent my entire being. So it just sounds like, like he, he dove full body into her vag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even just like lobbing the balls in with it. It's, it's a billion, billion balls and yeah. the rack, the pimple floor, the passport. Have some of them, Get fucking clunge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god, the next sentence. My whole body had gone inside her. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, maybe this is this from tea? Oh my <laughs> This is the novel that it was adapted from. Yeah. Vagin what's it called? Vagina Dentata. Vagina Dentata. I love that you remember that every single time. <laughs> I went in with her thrusts and stayed still. While I got used to the quiet and the pulsing of my blood in her ears and nose, she pushed me out a little, then in again. Oh. She did it again and again, holding me with force and moving me to the rhythm of the surf. She wiggled her breasts <laughs> beneath my hands and intensified the pushing. I went in up to my groin and came out almost entirely. My body was her gear stick. <laughs> Put it in draft, honey! <laughs> Shut up and drive! <laughs> I thought this was automatic. <laughs> oh, well. There you go. Lovely. And that was the day before happiness. You right. can only imagine tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Fucking hell. What do you do? Come out of mouth afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the List of the Lost by Morrissey. Right. Oh. I was going to read this as Mrs. Doubtfire, but it's, it seems a bit weird now. I know it's by Morrissey. Shall I still do it as Mrs. Doubtfire? It might be shit. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what? Sometimes the story is ridiculous enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> List of the Lost by Morrissey. At this, Eliza and Ezra rolled together in one giggling snowball of full-figured copulation. Mary Poppins instead. <laughs> <said. laughs> no, this is my newsreader voice. It's my RP voice. Oh, okay. It's go the voice it. I use at the bank. Screaming and shouting as they playfully bit and pulled at each other in a dangerous and clamorous roller coaster coil of sexually violent rotation, with Eliza's breasts barrel rolled across Ezra's howling mouth and the pained frenzy of his bulbous salutation, extenuating his excitement as it whacked and smacked its way into every muscle of Eliza's body, except for the otherwise central zone. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sounds like some sort of parking violation. <laughs> Don't drive into the otherwise central zone. It was when I was picturing it, it just, I was imagining like a uh, Tasmanian devil, like 
scuffle. I, I was imagining like Jack and Jill rolling down the hill, but Jack's <laughs> yes. dick is up Jill. <laughs> <laughs> but not in the central zone. Not in the central zone, yeah. just working and smacking. Probably didn't want to get that congestion charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this one. Okay. Infrared by Nancy Houston. In a delirium of restrained desire, I weigh, stroke, and lick Kamal's balls. <laughs> then oh take God, his penis. <laughs> then take his penis in my hands, between my breasts, into my mouth. He sits up, reaches for me, and I allow him to explore me in turn. He runs his tongues and lips over my breasts, the back of my neck, my toes, my stomach, the countless treasures between my legs. Oh, the sheer ecstasy of lips and tongues on genitals. <laughs> either simultaneous or in alternation. Never will I tire of that silvery fluidity, my sex swimming in joy like a fish in water, myself freed of both self and other. The quivering sensation, the carnal pink palpitation that detaches you from all colour and flesh, making you see only stars, constellations, milky ways, propelling you to bodiless and soulless into undulating space where the undulating skies make your non-body undulate. Fucking hell. Was that on our word of the day toilet paper? (laughs) (laughs) Found that one at Christmas quacker. (laughs) And orgasm. The way a man's face is transformed by an orgasm. Oh, it's not true they all look alike. You either have to be miserable or broke or furiously blasé and sarcastic to say they all look alike. To me, every climax is unique. Wow, there's a lot to unpack. (laughs) Just, what the fuck? First of all, why was she writing like she was born in the fucking 16th century? And this was written in 2012. (sighs) Delusions of grandeur, unfortunately. Yeah, it was very much like... My sex swimming in joy. And my my countless treasures. (laughs) I did quite like that. Want to see my treasures? (laughs) (laughs) Honey, one woman's treasure is another woman's trash. Trash. Mine is trash, quite frankly, so... (laughs) But like, like he was going to be like, oh, you know, like if you open a, a treasure chest, you'd be like, Ooh. oh, it's a ruby, oh, a diamond. <laughs> I was going to be like, oh my God, a clip. <laughs> oh my God, you've got a third nipple down I, here. I'm going to have this valued, <laughs> <laughs> appraised. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking this one down the fucking, what's it called? Down posh porn. <laughs> the porn brokers. The porn yeah. brokers. Well, that was, that was lovely. We've never been so... Educational, I'm not, not educational. So I would not call that literary. Educational. Well, probably actually, we'd probably be more literary than this shit. Yeah, and what was the bit about the, the fish swimming in the water? She like, said, my sex was swimming in joy like a fish in water. Like, babe, if you're talking about sex, just don't mention fish. Yeah, that's not, that's not, a, yeah, not an image you want to. I mean, maybe, oh, no, well, my again, s- don't want to yuck anyone's yum. Maybe she likes that. My sex was swimming in joy like a tuna. <laughs> You've gone for fish again. Yeah. My sex was swimming around like a otter in a pond. Yeah. <laughs> like a wafting tuna flapping around in the lake. The uh, gushing lake. Like a beluga. <laughs> <laughs> like an eel. A narwhal. Eel, in my lagoon. That? Now, is that those whales with a big spike like a unicorn on the front of their face? Big uh, prick. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, by the way, if you've got any gorgeous stories you'd like us to read <laughs> live um, on the podcast. Guys, if you have read any cringeworthy sex books... Then or bad fanfic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, send them in to us and we'll read them out. But don't send us Fifty Shades of Grey. We already know that's bad. That's universal yeah, knowledge. Yeah, Rita Aurora was in that film. We know it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Jamie Dornan's penis was not in that film. We know it we was know bad. We know it's bad, yeah. Oh, Jamie right. Dornan can be in my film. Okay, so should we move on? Let's move on to our confessionals yeah. for this week. So we had a couple confessions this week. A couple? Oh, as in a couple sent this? Their no. Confe- oh, okay. No, just a couple of confessions. Just two dirty birds. <laughs> two dirty birds in separate trees. <laughs> <laughs> so I think let's start with this one because it it start. I felt like it started off quite tame and then it drew me in. Right. It was like a... Any film with Cape Blanchett. <laughs> <laughs> Notes on a scandal. Yeah, slow to start, but enthralling yeah. by the 40 minute mark. Yeah. So the confessional was I had my first kiss with my science teacher. Ooh. So I was like, okay, that's definitely borderline rape. 
Let's investigate. And John, we'll call him. Okay. Says, I was around 16 at the time and he was around 25. Oh, actually, that's quite a young teacher. Yeah. But still. Yeah, definitely a bit Statutory. Yeah. So I asked him how it all came about and he said, we talked online first and apparently they spoke on this website called Orcut. So he's from Brazil and it's like their version of Facebook. Oh, okay. How have I not heard of this? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're talking a good probably 10, 15 years ago, Okay, yes. It's like Planet Romeo. I never used that, but that was really big in Germany, wasn't it? That's still big now. Is it? Yeah, it's one of the biggest ones, I think. Fuck me, I'm out of the loop. Got to get me a Planet Romeo profile, innit? Why do you live in Germany? It's just nice to have options. (laughs) (laughs) Borders are opening soon. (laughs) You're like, hey, have you ever seen the English Channel? (laughs) (laughs) So he tells tells us, we became friends. So I asked him, I said, was was this not a bit weird that you guys were friends on this website? Right. Or is it kind of normal? Mm. He said it was kind of normal. It's a bit like Facebook. Yeah. I don't... Siri is always trying to get in on the tea. Knows the old bitch. <laughs> right? Stay at the confessional. <laughs> he said it, anyway, he said this is quite normal. I don't know if you would really be friends with your teacher while they were still your teacher on Facebook. Mm. I was I became friends with some of my teachers like five years after I left because I guess I popped up in their people you may know. Mm. But if this was at the time when they were both at school, like both at school, I mean while he was teaching him. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it is a bit dodgy. And then he said, he was very kind and nice. Ended up naked masturbating on the webcam with him. Masturbating. (gasps) Putaria. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, shit, that escalated quickly. You were like, oh, I kissed my teacher. What about the fucking webcam wank? The webcam wank, fucking hell. Right. And then the story started to unravel. Right. I said, well, obviously tell us about the dick. He said, really nice dick, very thick, and also big. Ha ha, I was lucky. Okay. Right. <laughs> so we started talking, one thing led to another, and then we were both online naked, coming <gasps> to each other. Then we continued talking and discovered that we actually liked each other. So we kind of dated. And I'm like, hold on, what? What? You dated your teacher? At it, 16 years old? Oh, God. It literally went from, like, a first kiss... To, you've been f- full-blown groomed. Yeah. So, a lot of talking online, then every day seeing each other at school. Then we started to make out at school after classes, and he started to give me rides home. After school events and classes whenever possible, we never had sex, but I did used to suck him up in the car, and it was so good. But I was at a very confusing moment, finding about what being gay meant. Yeah. This is called grooming. Yeah. And then I broke up with him. <sighs> Like the way the sixteen-year-old broke up, dumped, with the, <laughs> dumped the adult, gave him a D. Yeah. <laughs> well, the teacher was giving him Ds in general, but yeah, and he was like, "Thanks for the D. I'll give you an F." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! You chucked. <laughs> Vine border, profi. And then he says, "Funnily enough, he found me uh, these these past months and wanted to talk." Right. About what? Remember when I used to dick you down at school? How old is he now? So this is 10 years later. (gasps) So the teacher's 35. This guy is 26. Right. I mean, just the fact that the teacher boomeranged and was like, okay, so tell tell me, like, are you the one that got away when he was 16? He's in a relationship too. Who? The the confessor? No, the teacher. Right. (gasps) But wanted to see why I broke up with him at that time. Uh, because I was 16 years old and you were teaching nonce in me? I was just about to say, because you're a fucking nonce. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what the age of consent in Brazil is, though. I mean, still, a teacher having sex with a student is, is not really on. It's an abuse of power. It is. is. It it's is. an abuse. Of, yeah, there's an imbalance there. So then he continues... I explained that it was very important to me, but I would not let him be an obstacle in my life. I love this 16-year-old. She had dreams. Oh, my God. I won't let you stop me from getting what I want. She was like, I'm not fucking the teacher for my No eye. teacher dick is good enough. <laughs> 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 
I also didn't want him to lose his job because of me. And he wanted to know if somehow he was a problem back then, if he mistreated me at all. I said that he didn't and that I had only good memories of him. But hold on, if you have to check, if you have to check if you mistreated somebody, then you were borderline Ralph Harris. Yeah. That's who you are. So I told him that I had only good memories of him. So we masturbated together via Instagram. Oh, <laughs> it's all come full circle. It's really come full circle. Eu passada, chocada. Meu Deus. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors, Dora the Explorer. <laughs> She's Spanish. She speaks Spanish as well. That's, I'm speaking Portuguese. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's Brazilian. Yeah, people speak Spanish in Brazil. <laughs> Maybe at Spanish class. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to tell me there's no Spaniards in Brazil I think that's racist Okay, yeah, you're right You know what, you're right When Thank you're you. right, you're right Thank you, Thank you. <laughs> I was like, this story has so many twists and turns That is, uh, I mean Had a fun, happy ending Well, in more ways than one But Right, so we, we have to unpack a number of certain things here Yeah So, obviously this is the confessional So we have to decide if they're forgiven I think we can forgive you for sleeping with your teacher I mean, because yeah, you were 16 years old It's not really in question for a 16-year-old to be forgiven For having sex with their teacher while they were still at school Because like we were saying, there was an imbalance of power there I had hot teachers Oh my god, I'd have fucked most of them Even the ugly yeah. ones So horny at 16 I've, Exactly, I've, so someone could have fucking rubbed a Savaloy against him, and he could probably would have had sex with it, you know. But somebody could have rubbed a fucking pomegranate. Against him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's not an issue of forgiving the 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 confessor. No, yeah, no. I think when you put that age into it, it's yeah, not, yeah. And even, but the, yeah, like, and and also, I think it's kind of out of line then for the teacher to get back in touch with him years later because, and then be like, "Why did you break up with me? Well, why'd you fucking think?" Like, well, no, the person who isn't forgiven is. Professore. I don't know though. Why? <laughs> I mean it like right. if we <laughs> uh, right. I love that name. That's actually so funny. Gemma with the bangs. Yeah. And she's talking to uh, uh what a bitch. <laughs> a bit pissed off if I'm honest. Right. <laughs> it's just like It's just one word, but it gets me every right. time. I'm going to put a meme of this on the Cocktails and Confessions page, just so again. Just for context, yeah. Yeah, you have an idea what we're talking about. But obviously, like, the way we say, oh, we fantasise about the teachers, obviously that some teachers must fantasise about the school kids. And if it's 16... Yeah, well, in that case, don't be working at a school. We was 16. It's the age of consent. But it's, it's illegal. Like, if you're a teacher and you work in a school, you you don't have sex with the students. That's just... Yeah, I get that, but you know, because your 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 duty as a teacher is to protect those people. So, and it will also like educate them. And if there's a if like having sex with with someone, there's a power imbalance there as well. So even if the sixteen year old had said like at some point, oh, I don't want to keep having sex with you. Well, like he did, but you know, at some point during the relationship, had said, I don't want to do this. What if the teacher had turned around and said? Well, you'll do it, or I'll get you expelled from school, or you'll you're gonna have sex with me, or I'm gonna put you in detention every lunchtime for the next two years until you graduate. He that's, didn't. That, <laughs> but that's why it's fucked up. That's why you like I can't you can't really forgive that teacher for doing that. Right, but the guy said he only had fond memories. <laughs> <laughs> if I only had like fond and fondled memories of a teacher. But fine, like it's fine to have fond memories of that. Have a wank over it whenever you please or whatever. But like from the for for the the teacher, I just think he the teacher is out of line. Shouldn't have done that. I'm glad. Oh, uh, but they did date for a bit, so maybe it was just they just could not. They could not contain that passion. Wait for two years until he's fucking Graduated. finished. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? When you're right, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You are right. right. Yeah. I think I just really wanted to bang someone. I think I feel like there was an overtone of like you living out a fantasy via this story. Yeah, it was the geography teacher, the science teacher, and the two PE teachers. <laughs> Fucking hell. Schoolboy gangbang? Yeah. <laughs> Available now on our Patreon. I mean, come on. I mean, who didn't dress up as a fucking schoolboy either for for certain 
gentleman in our younger years. Definitely. I think I had a, I think I had a profile somewhere where I was literally, my photo was me in a school uniform. So Same. we've all encouraged the nonces. It's just, you know, <laughs> we weren't actually being nonced. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Can't rape the willing. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so we don't... You don't forgive the teacher? I, no. What's off key is that the teacher then messaged now he's in a relationship. Yeah, well, this has, is what I mean. So it just it says a lot to me about this teacher in we, general. But, but do we forgive the school kid for wanking over Instagram while the guy's in a relationship? Yeah, fine. Yeah, totally. It's virtual. It doesn't count. <laughs> in separate postcodes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if you... If it, if you if it, if it still gets you off, then have a way at it. It's not your problem. It's him that shouldn't be cheating on his fella anyway. You've, it's really not your problem. Yeah, I agree. Ain't nothing wrong with being the other woman. Yeah. You get that dick, sweetie. Yeah. Sweetheart. Get it. I hope you I hope you screen recorded the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Took screenshots. And now you're going to blackmail him. Yeah, all that. Just, you know, have a wank over it again on a lonely night. I think that's what he's going to do. He was like, still thick, still big. <laughs> <laughs> still thick, still big. Well, it wasn't going to shrink, was it? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I don't know whether you're forgiven or not. I forgive you. I do not forgive your dirtbag teacher. But, you know, you, you obviously love a good dirtbag teacher. So have at it if you must. Well, James has spoken. <laughs> I'm going to let James be the Simon Cow in this situation. Oh, God, sir. <laughs> Listen, you get your membership either way. So, yeah. guys, if you want to confess some stories to us, then follow us on at Cocktails Cock Talk and we post about it on our story. So, make sure you submit some juicy details. It will all remain 100% anonymous. So, I want real confessions. Real. Real confessions. None of this, oh, I banged my teacher 10 years ago. All oh, right, yeah. Well, that, is that, is that not a real confession? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just sat in dissecting you're like, not really a real confession though, is it? <laughs> Got to be real. No, other ones like, oh yeah, I pulled the plug on my sister, but she was the right bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 that got quite dark quite quickly. <laughs> We've gone from well, I mean, not the paedophilia is not <laughs> not that dark, but suddenly you're pulling the plug on vegetable sisters. <laughs> right, right. Who said they were a vegetable? Well, the- she's not going to be laying there like having a bowl of jelly and a chat <laughs> to someone, and they pull out the plug. <laughs> She'd be like, "Well, what's that doing?" <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You've turned off my, my light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I just want, I want something that... Something juicy, deep and dark. Yeah, something that, like, you want to, like, get off your chest. Something you've never told anyone ever because you just couldn't. I don't know if we're ever going to get those. But th- but saying that, this person... That one was quite good, though. This John either had a lot to get off his chest or he just really wanted a membership because he sent in like three confessions. Oh, really? Yeah, one of them was uh, about him jizzing on his flatmate's shoes and I was like, we already oh, had that. Oh, was that last week's one? No, this this guy sent this in today. And I was, like, I was like, we already had that. Wait, is this an epidemic of people jizzing in shoes? And he was like, yeah, the guy thinks it's funny. And I'm, What? I'm just thinking, this, this isn't a trend. This, let's not make this happen. No. I mean, because to be honest, that story weren't so good last week. So it's, it's not going to be that good the next week, is it? <laughs> not so shoes, fresh. <laughs> sticky shoes. My sticky shoes. <laughs> Why are you stick on me, baby? <laughs> yeah, people don't jizz in shoes, and if you do, don't bother telling us about it because it's actually not as it's not quite as shocking as you think it shocking. is. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to do a Fagnyant quickly before we go. Okay. Uh, before we do the Fagnyant, we're just going to shout out the Patreons quickly because I know that you lot like to skip the Patreons. No, that's just not right. That's not happening, <laughs> sweetie. You're going to listen and you're going to like it. I'm going to try to do it as Gemma Collins. Okay. No, I can't. I've forgotten how she told me. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it's me. Honey. I'm the JC. <laughs> Darren, get that fire exit door open. I'm off. Ian Thomas, Jose Garcia Jr., Doug Sibley, Harry Hunter, Peter Coffey, Matthew Brannan, Ketil Squalala. 
Who is this supposed to be? <laughs> Ketil Shualia. I'm so sorry for butchering your name. And Jonathan Mark, thank you very much. I don't even... <laughs> and Jonathan Mark! I did end up being like a geezer at the end. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Thank, thank you. you. Guys, thank, thank you so you. much for supporting the podcast. Guys, if you want to support the podcast, then we are now on Patreon. That is live. And if you don't want to commit to a monthly sub- subscription, then our merch is also on sale too. You can buy our t-shirts, which will be in our Instagram bio. Hit the store, guys. And they are fucking fab. We've got some great designs there. Thank you. I survived Vauxhall, was it 2013, 2014? 12. 2012. 2012. I was an early bird. Early bird, yeah. But they can be customised. If you want them customised, just DM me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we are working super hard right now. We're squeezing in like four episodes into... Squeezing in four episodes and a whole lot more. <laughs> Squeezing in four smegments into this gushy Smeg- oh river. Oh god, I forgot about smegments. <laughs> right, and the producers of this episode, thank you guys so much. You have helped us produce the episode. You guys are Adam Anderson, Chris Devlin, and Grant. That's just how the name is written. Oh, I see. <laughs> Grant. I feel like he's Scottish. Grant McCurr. Grant McCurrick. Grant McCurr. Oh, next time I'm going to read them as Nadine Coyle. Oh god, you can do a dairy. Dare- <laughs> I will lose it. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a week to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We're gonna round up this episode with our fagony on. This started as a confession, and then I was like, oh, maybe it sounds like it needs a bit more sort of solving. Okay. But also, maybe we should decide if we forgive them too. Yeah, okay. We can give you advice and then we'll judge you. Sure. So I'm fucking my flatmate's boyfriend. Right. <laughs> but he's he, he does stay. My flatmate is an arsehole who tried to fuck my ex-boyfriend while I was with him. <sighs> this sounds like a healthy environment to live in. He said, does that make me a bad person? I said, no, not at all. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it just sounds like all of you are terrible. You're all trying to fuck each other's boyfriends as revenge. No, hold on. It sounds like one person tried to fuck one man's boyfriend. Right. Didn't succeed. The boyfriend's not terrible. Right. And then you got him back by fucking by actually going through and fucking your current his current boyfriend. That just sounds to me like you gave him a taste of his own medicine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. I can take your man if I want to. But wait a second, no. But then I the person <laughs> But the person that's fucking his current boyfriend then has a boyfriend that the flatmate tried to fuck? Mm-mm. Or have they broken up since then? Ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay, that's all right then. Mm. Well, yeah, taste your own medicine. I mean, still, it does sound like a pretty toxic environment. I love that. I'm here for this. You want to live like that? If I'm in, if I'm the one doing the fucking, then yeah. <laughs> Honey, if I'm getting digged down, I'll, li- <laughs> I'll live anywhere. Listen, you try and step to my man. Bitch, you best believe I will fuck your entire family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> To get a copy of the family portrait and just circle each face, tick them off, yeah. dicked. Like revenge. Yeah. <laughs> like kill Bill with her list. Yeah. <laughs> We're just drawing giant dicks on their faces. I am going to fuck Bill. <laughs> I am going to come on his nan. <laughs> nan! <laughs> Yeah, I've just realised you meant grandmother. I was like, I thought you meant like Nan or something, like Pooh Nani. You were just. <laughs> I'm going to come on your Nan. <laughs> so it gets more complex than this. Yeah. Okay. This is where the fagging art bit comes in. So I, I'm going to forgive him for that bit. One hundred. Okay. I, I'm on the fence. I love it. I might even extend the membership. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it every every time I'm like I don't like him? You're like you get another month. <laughs> we just got very different morals, babe. <laughs> but at the same time, I think I might be falling for one of my closest friends, who I think is completely unaware of it. Right. So yeah, the first bit is a shit show. So yeah, so you're living just... in a fucking hostile hellhole, but you're also falling in love with your best mate. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. So, but let's just let's just separate the two, right? And just discuss the the Fall second in. part. Yeah. Cool. He said, well, he's just a friend and there have been some comments made about him seeming to fancy me. So by other friends, which I think made me consider the possibility at first. 
But then I kept thinking about it and the idea of something more intimate developing between us has become a lot more attractive than I expected. It's like Angel and Cordelia. (laughs) (laughs) Deep reference, move on. Yeah, I just don't really feel like they were friends. Yeah. She was like, oh, that's Buffy's ex-boyfriend. He's buff. I'm going to bang the shit out of him. Yeah, that's true. Cordelia and Xander would be closer. Yeah. Anyway, so let's weigh in. Oh, so basically it's just people have made comments that are suggesting that he's into you in the same way and this guy doesn't know what to do. Well, they made the comments and then he... So he didn't really see him in a romantic way at first. Oh, yes. So if if people have suggested that him being into you has helped you see him in a different light, what's wrong with that? I mean, I, I guess it's more about worried about losing the friendship by trying something. Yeah, definitely. The thing is, I think it's quite it's quite cute because the idea of being friends before is nice, seen as when you look for a partner, being friends is kind of, that is a quality in somebody. You know, you always see these people on the path, they're like, I just want to meet my best friend mm. who I can also put my dick in. Yeah. Um. So that side of it is cute. Yeah. But then also, you're going to be that hoe that just wrecks the friendship. Yeah. It's happened to well, someone I know. Well, it's happened to most straight people. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're gross, the heteros. Um, well, the thing is, I'd, I think you need to ask yourself the question like, okay, you, you're, you, you can get grip to grips with the idea of maybe seeing him in like a romantic sense, like in a lovey way, but can you see yourself fucking him? Can you see yourself like being sexually intimate, telling him to like choke you and fuck your ass and stuff like that or, you know, whatever, the other way around? And is it, And also, is it worth risking that? Is it so important to you? That's the thing. Are you just horny in lockdown? Yeah. And sometimes it's... The idea and the fantasy of it just gets a bit ahead of you. Can you take a, a objective logistical look at this and just yeah. see, is this right? Or, or are, are you, you just, better as friends? Are you Ross and Rachel? And are you just are, are you just projecting what your friends are telling you? You know, mm. like if people are around you telling you, you know when someone says, oh, you'd be perfect for this, or you're like, you, I can really see you doing this job or something like that, you know? Or you'll love this, and you start thinking, oh, I guess I'll love this, or I guess I'm perfect for this. And yeah. it's actually not organically coming from you. It's just something that you're you're taking from your friends. It's just suggestion. Yeah, I agree. And also I would say... If you've only suddenly started to consider him in that light after being told that he likes you, Mm. perhaps there's maybe some issues to address there with regards to being needed, Mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I know a lot of the time when people have, it might even be mild low self-esteem, but the idea of somebody, you know, being attracted to them makes them more attracted to them yeah but i do also kind of get that because i'm attracted to people who i know like me because yeah I just well we all yeah it's a I, that that when knowing someone fancies me is is a real turn on yeah <laughs> well, it just eliminates the game doesn't it yeah but um, i think it's different when it comes to being a friend like if somebody told me that one of my best friends had sexual feelings for me i'd be like i'm i'm gonna have to sage them or something i mm. don't know i think in this situation it's like you've said it's happened recently you really need to sit with this for a while and ask yourself some questions like we were saying you need to is this just suggestion do i see this person sexually or is it just my affection for them that i'm confusing now that my friends have started saying this do you actually see this as a, as a viable long-term relationship and even if you do is it worth risking this con- the connection that you have now and then grab his dick yeah <laughs> have, a, have yourself a few proseccos and just get larry send a nude that's my advice all the time oh my god that's terrible advice Don't i know you've James. got to stop asking me for fucking advice because i'm shit at it sorry fagony aren't people yeah so i think it's worth just weighing up and seeing you know if you think that there is a serious potential like a serious logistic potential of things working out for you mm. And if they do and you guys get married, let us know. Yeah, we'll be very happy for you and I'll be very surprised. (laughs) The cynics jumped out. (laughs) Guys, thanks for tuning in this week. We've had a blast as always. Always a blast. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Come on over to our Patreon episode now where we're going to pop open another bottle of Prosecco. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got even less time to drink it. Okay. And we're going to be discussing another confession, maybe. Oh, yeah. I love a good confession. As long as it's real. Yeah. It's real. It's also, yeah, it's a bit noncy as well, I think. Maybe we shouldn't do oh that. Oh, my one. God. Another nonce. I didn't realise until I got in the studio. Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise until I got into the studio and I was like, oh, actually, these are definitely like, like skirting the line. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
All right. Well, if you want to find out which one we do choose, uh, hop on over to the member zip. Yeah. And we've got a bonus episode of some more best worst sex smegments, <laughs> which we're doing in. We're going to try out some ASMR. ASMR. So if you want a piece of that, honey. Oh, yes. You check oh, out I would love that. Guys, if you want to follow us on social media, we're at Cocktails Confessions or at Cocktails Cock Talk. Follow both. One's memes, one's for the podcast. And singularly, I'm at Jalay Slays. I am at I am Dom Top. Thank you. Never gets any easier to say that. No, I'm sure. <laughs> what, that you're top? Well, yeah, I mean, who the fuck am I kidding? 